I came home, I think from Dan's. Yeah. And you both were sitting at the counter with the two huge smart water bottles filled with vodka, just sitting there. And I walk in like an ambush. And I was like, holy and I'm like, uh, it's uh, not mine. Yeah. I think she blamed every one of her girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. I will not name them on this podcast. Hi, Mama. We're together. I know. Second episode, we're here together in Brooklyn. In Katie's apartment. Usually we film separately yes. here in Wisconsin and yes. me here. So it's fun to have you in Wisconsin or in Wisconsin, in, Wisconsin. in New York. <laughs> but when I'm in Wisconsin, we can film together. Yes, that'd be fun. Well, I've been here almost a week. I, I think it's a week tomorrow. It's crazy. No, it's a week. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's a week. It's a week. I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been here a year. Well, I feel it's different too now that you have your apartment. It's a little bit more comfortable, I can imagine. I mean, I know you don't have anything <laughs> in your apartment. The, that, but for everybody that's listening, that's the big joke because we have our apartment with our bedroom has two twin blow-up beds. <laughs> now, they're nice blow-up beds. We made sure of that. Um, and actually, I have never slept better. I think I keep saying that to Katie. Uh, it, and then someone said, oh, is it because you're not sleeping with Kevin? I said, well, I'm right next to Kevin, but I'm not feeling, I'm not <laughs> yep. feeling him twist turn. and turn. Yeah. But, um, and there's absolutely nothing on the windows. Okay. So um, I feel like I'm sometimes sleeping on the street or, <laughs> you know, in the bright lights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to have our own place, mm -hmm. we have we have two of our chair, kitchen chairs there. Mm -hmm. I did buy a um, a bigger, like a double size TV tray, yep. so that Dad can do some work, yeah. home, homework, as he says, for uh, comfort um, with his work at home. So he's not doesn't feel like he's out of the loop of things. Loop of things. Thank yes. you. Um, and what else do we have as far as furniture? I think that's about it. I supplied your beauty cabinet pretty yes, good. Yes, Katie did so do that. I am not in need of anything. And lots of cashmere as well. So you have yes. cashmere and <laughs> cosmetics. <skincare. Yeah. laughs> and that's about cashmere, it. Cashmere, <laughs> cosmetics, and coffee. And coffee. Yes. yes. Well, we went today, actually, went to Marshall's. Was it Marshall's? Yes. yes. Marshall's Home Goods. Um, in Tribeca, which is I probably shouldn't say that. No, because we don't want anybody else to know it's about like our <laughs> secret spot. We are full blown <gasps> Maxinistas. Oh my gosh! I said to Katie, "How am I going to get all this stuff home? Like home to Wisconsin?" Because yeah, it was <gasps> unbelievable. But you got some pots and pans. Yes. And what else like did that. we get? Yeah. You do you want to say what you got, Katie? Oh my god! I found the most amazing. Zara dress for sixteen dollars. I mean, but like, I can't believe it. All since sequence. when did Zara is at Marshalls? I have no idea. I know. Well, it's very cute. Yeah, I'll post it yeah. on my Instagram sometime. Oh, and I did get a. I got a Kate Spade. Oh yeah, pink jacket. Beautiful jacket. I mean, we love Marshalls. Yeah. yeah, but don't come to the one in Trinidad. <laughs> leave <laughs> yeah, that for us. Leave that one for us. <laughs> so, um, anyhow, but. Katie, we had Thanksgiving together. We haven't had Thanksgiving together for a long time. I know. Like, is it four years now? Three yeah, years? Well, I think a few years. And it it felt strange for me because I wasn't cooking. Mm -hmm. I was treated like a queen at your in-law's house. Yeah. In yeah. Connecticut. In Connecticut. We had a great time. We all ate. We played games and... 
oh had like goodness. four dogs running around, children running around. Yeah. It was it, it was, was good. It was really amazing. Yeah, we we really had a good time. I mean, the food, the drink, everything about it was just so much fun. But nonetheless, it felt very strange not to be cooking because for Thanksgiving, I start cooking like a week in advance, getting things prepped. But, but it was good. It was good. It was, it was good. good to but I cake. did make. Oh my gosh, I need to post that recipe. I made it. Um, well, my wedding cake for when I got married was a complete replica of Meghan Markle's yes. wedding cake. Yes, and it's a lemon cake with. Uh, lemon curd and elderflower buttercream frosting. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was like on the the British Bake Off show. In fact, when I came here today, I said, ooh, I wish we had a piece of that cake. Cake Cake and coffee right now tastes good. But I think we also need to, before we get into the meat of the episode, talk about our day yesterday because we had a Sunday fun day. Oh my gosh, we sure did. I haven't had a day like that in a long time. Started off with Meeting Katie at her sweet little church mm-hmm. um, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Heights. Heights. So Katie and I uh, went to 9.30 Mass. It was wonderful. We had a visiting mm-hmm. Indian um, priest. So sweet. First day of Advent. Lit the candle. That's a, Also, this is so random, but this is a new ism that you do. So. so do you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, right. you do. I'll try not to do that. So. Okay. All right. Anyhow, then after we went to mass, I think we must have walked two miles trying to find where we were going to have brunch. Because weirdly enough, every place in Brooklyn Heights opened at like 1130 or like it was a random time. So, but we went to the River Deli in Brooklyn Heights, had a great breakfast. Oh, it was fantastic. But if you go there, remember it's cash only. I have to get used to places. I know. You have quite a few. I know that we go to here. Yeah. Um. And then uh, we watched the Brooklyn Flea, kind of just like window shopped. And it started <laughs> raining, pouring, and we thought, hmm, got to get out of the rain. So we went to our little Mexican <laughs> joint down the street and got some margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just fantastic. It was good. It was good. And we watched uh, part of the World Cup. Yeah. We didn't really quite understand what was no. happening, but no. when people were screaming, we were screaming right. too. <laughs> right. So that was fun. So today on this episode, uh, we want to talk about, or I guess I want to talk about it with you, mom, how you cultivated your family, our family, and how that family dynamic is so strong with our immediate family and how our relationship is the way it is today and the growing pains of that and well you know what we talked a little bit about that before we started the podcast just now and it, you know there's not one certain answer to how did we get to be where we're at or uh good friends or great mother daughter relationship i always say that you learn by example and Although I came from a very complicated, I had a very complicated childhood, and I'm going to leave it at that. Maybe we'll go into that a little further in another episode. But I certainly felt the love from my mom and especially my grandmother. I had a a non-existent relationship really with my dad. You know, I think he came into the marriage and obviously raising five kids uh, with a lot of baggage and couldn't really past it Mm -hmm. to the point where I think 
that may have evolved into why he ended up dying at 47. You know, it was cancer, but you know, your body works in funny ways, but okay, I divert. Um, (laughs) I came from a complicated childhood and I just felt that it was going to change. I was not going to have the same childhood or, or I was not going to bring up a family the same way. I felt the love from my mom. Of course I would have that. There would be the house would be full of love, but it would be a peaceful house, a happy house. Um, but I think that is so, I don't want to say rare, but a lot of times, it, I think it's difficult is might be the right word. Like a lot of people just emulate what they saw, right? Right, as, right. As it's it's not a com- child. Exactly. And, that's, and to yep. switch the switch, flip that flip the switch, switch. Yeah. <laughs> that you did. Well, I I think that takes a lot of work and uh, a yes. lot of therapy and and self-reflection. I, I, yes, you know? I've had all of the above and I think one piece of the puzzle, the most important piece of the puzzle was that I married, I have to say this, one of the most perfect human beings on this planet mm-hmm. that understood me. We had the same value system. We just always wanted to, well, still do, care for those that need it the most, Mm -hmm. to be there, to have an open house for everybody. We we wanted to make sure that you kids were exposed to all religions, all um, sexual orientations. um, What else, Katie? Um, You name it. Yeah. Just to be accepting of everybody. So do you think that like, and I don't want to be here interviewing you, but like, do you think that like, well, I should ask you that you didn't have that or you didn't have that. Oh no, we, we didn't, we, what we didn't have was that the the home itself wasn't a happy home to come home to. There was always tumult and uh, we just never knew what to expect. Yeah. You know, what the stress level was going to be between my parents, you know, so it was, it was not a happy home. I know that sounds so trivial, but, and, and no. a lot of people take that for granted, but I wanted my house to be open. I wanted the the cousins. I wanted to be around the cousins. I wanted to be that auntie that I never had. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be that friend, that sister, that just that welcoming person. And I think that having a lot of times they say you marry your, your father. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't. I was blessed that I married somebody that was, you know, what do we call him or the, all the nieces and Uncle nephews Fun. call him Uncle Fun, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so we, I think Katie, because of that, I think that's why we're at the spot in our life that we're at. I, I, we raised you with respect. We respected you and Christopher mm-hmm. for your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We wanted to always make sure that we focused on the positives, mm-hmm. not the negatives, even though that there were, there were a lot of, you know, we had a lot of little issues here and there that, you know, and daddy would say, well, you only need to get into one college. So who cares how many you get accepted at? As long as you get one, that's right. great. Right. You know? Um, I think you also always instilled in Christopher and I that the best gift was that you gave us was each other. Yes. Right. Yes. And having a sibling that you respect just as much as you love and 
even though Critty and I are very different humans, like our, I feel heart and soul are very similar. Yes. I definitely feel that way. And we're just, yeah, we're a very close family that way where I think what like, we all, but how, like, that's not a given, right? It's like, not like a given, having a close but... family is not, I have lots of friends who, you know, aren't close to their family or like are surface level close and, you know, don't enjoy talking or, you well, know, I think, and, uh, I think that we grew, we grew up always having dinner together, no matter how little or how big you were, we always did. Right. Yeah. We always had dinner at the end of the day together, no matter what time it was. Yeah. Um, and like I said before, communication, we talked all the time yeah. and we let you kids talk and, um, and we listened mm-hmm. and we listened. Mm-hmm. We didn't just discount the fact that, oh, you're just X years old. You don't know. No, we right. really respected your thoughts and um, what you had to say, what you had to give to a conversation. I don't know. And it's it's certain. I don't want people to think that we had this idyllic life because we had a lot of. But I look back on it and I think, think it's it was, totally idyllic. I literally can't think of like a negative thing. And I'm, I'm sure I have rose-colored glasses. I'm sure stuff happened and like I'm not trying to. Well, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you certainly know what hardship was because of things that when grandma got, my mother got, you know, had that horrific stroke at mm-hmm. a very young age. But you guys just that you popped into gear and, you know, you were little, you were in kindergarten and Christopher. But I think you also instilled that like sense of spirituality in us too, that like there's something that's bigger that will help us through as well as you guys. And yeah. I think that gives a lot of like solace and safety too. Well, I, don't I think, know. you know, and I, I, I was saying this to you earlier too, that there is just so much more that I believe is part of bringing up a child. It's, it's not just the, the simple needs of food and clothing and a warm bed to sleep in, but I, 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 I really, really believe that a child needs to be, it's, it's the mind, body, and soul. It's mm-hmm. that s- spiritual side, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. if you want to call it a religion, or I think that that is important. It's a necessity to me that you give that to your children. Mm-hmm. I, I just, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a cop out when parents say, you know, or when young well, whatever parents will say, well, when they're old enough, they'll figure it out themselves. Nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's your job to whatever it is to give them that gift. Mm-hmm. And obviously ours was, you know, a, a deep Catholic faith. Um, you guys went to Catholic grade school. Yeah, and- but like, I also feel that like I, in my own journey of faith yes. too, have gone through a roller coaster. Like I obviously went to Catholic grade school and high school and when I moved to New York, it, my school wasn't any denomination, no. but I was shown so many different walks of life and people and living in New York. And I remember I was like, I don't think I identify with being a Catholic. I don't yeah, know if I, I like that. it. And I was like, this is not for me. I don't feel that like safety. I, I feel weird about it. I think because I was learning so much about other faiths, not that I didn't before, well, but yeah. I, I was just really shown it more sure. firsthand, right? Sure. But I think after college, when I was really settling roots and like in New York and like I'm gonna be here, I would always kind of 
return back to that because it felt well, it's like the home. Fo- it's the foundation. Yeah. So some kind of a spiritual foundation. And I and I do feel that like maybe the people that I follow on Instagram or on social media don't really talk about faith. It's either yes or no, or especially I feel Catholicism or, or Christianity, it's people don't talk about it as much. But but you know what's funny too is when you when you were growing up, my best girlfriend, uh, Wendy, mm-hmm. um, their family's Jewish, right? And um, you kids even went to uh, preschool at the uh, Jewish day school, mm-hmm. the J- JCC, because it was the best uh, preschool around. Uh, and that faith is as strong as can be. And I mean, um, Matt, my husband is Jewish, of course, was raised Jewish. So, um, what point was I getting at? Oh. How wonderful was it that we were able to celebrate in a small way Easter and Christmas with Wendy in a small way where they, you know, more of the secular part of it and that we would be invited to their house for um, uh, uh, the Sabbath and Passover and Hanukkah. And we would learn about that. Oh, my gosh. It just opens your eyes to the world. And that is what I always wanted to do with you kids is just open your eyes to everything. Did you feel that you didn't have that as a child? Oh, no, I didn't have that. No, I didn't have that strong Catholic, you know, yeah, no, spiritual, but your eyes I, I, up I don't, world. no, I don't think so. Not at all. Um, not at all. And, you know, remember even traveling, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money when you guys, kids were growing up, but we made sure that we did. We pick the name out of that. We, we'll get into that another time, but <laughs> no, do it now. Pick the state. We, we threw all fifty states in a bag. I don't even know where I heard about this. And I each, think you guys made it up. We made it up. Yeah. I know. And Christopher and Katie would uh, on New Year's Eve when it would, yep, ding to the new year. They would pick out of the hat the states that we would visit that year. I mean, we're still trying to play catch up because obviously there were a few years that it was a little lean. We couldn't get to Hawaii that Katie (laughs) picked or whatever, but that just kept us together too, as a family. Mm -hmm. And we all learned about it and we picked out things we were going to do. And and I think that we, or you guys really instilled in us travel, like not in just in the Midwest, all over. We went to the Northeast, to the South, to the West. Europe when we could, where I feel a lot of times East Coasters stick to the East Coast and think that everything else besides LA or California is not worth going to. Do you to. really think that? Yes, a thousand percent. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm not an East Coaster, so I don't know. But we certainly love every flavor of every state. Totally. Um, Beata, what did we do in uh, North Dakota? We had, we were in the Walmart we parking lot at the <laughs> roast. Yeah. roast. So um, – yeah, so that and you know, I always remember back to that I read something that Jackie Kennedy said, you get one shot at being the best mother you can. That really stuck with me. And I thought, I am I don't want to make any mistakes. Of course we do as mothers, as mothers would say, you know. But um I wanted to try really hard to not make any major blunders mm-hmm. to the point where you know, when I was performing and teaching and if you kids had some special events and I knew that it was uh, my career was going to interfere in some way with me not being available or there for you, I would not do, I would give up. Mm -hmm. And I figured your four-year-old, five-year-old self will never be back. I can always get Mm -hmm. back on stage. But so you think that is 
well, I mean, I know that not, and I guess I shouldn't be asking you that. Like, I know that that is the reason why uh, you were always there for everything and dad too, anything that yeah. was of yeah importance. And, and anyone for the little things. Yeah. And although my parents, you know, gave us a good start with schools and education and whatnot, you know, I, I felt that maybe, maybe if a little bit less of that and more of being together as a happy family would have been maybe more valuable. So those were the things that I knew that I was going to make changes. Mm-hmm. And I think it, but did, did we always like forever, like get along when I was like a kid, you kid? and Christopher, no, you and me, yeah. Katie, I think we always did. I mean, I would say, I mean, there were a few times where, you know, I think that I, you came down, you were going to go out and maybe it was your freshman year in high school or something. And you came down when full blown fringes or something, <laughs> I don't know what you had on and you had so much eye makeup on black eyes and no eyebrows. No. <laughs> I didn't learn how to do my oh, eyebrows. Oh my lord! And I look. I look at, back in pictures. I'm like, why did no one tell me? How oh, to we my did. Eyes? No, not to well, fill the them eye, in. Well, I was just, I was focused on just everything else. And I remember saying, Katie, back up the stairs, hun, and find something else to wear. No, mom. I said, back up the stairs, Katie. Find something else to wear. We're going to be home tonight. And you know, I don't know. You never really sassed me back too much. You just, <laughs> yeah. And if you were naughty, and I found some um, a certain uh, vodka, oh, yeah, <laughs> bottle of water in your back bedroom when I was cleaning, and I thought, well, what is this water bottle doing back here in in your? It was just strange. And I opened it up. To, and never even thinking, because that's just not Katie. Katie never really went out there. She was always in the dancing, mm-hmm. um, practicing. I said, Kevin, what do you think this is? And he goes, oh, I think this is vodka. Were you proud of me then? <laughs> <laughs> you were so mad at me. I was, I was, I didn't know how to handle that one because I thought, well, she's not very good at sneaking things at all. So I yeah. thought there's got to be a story to this. But, but, you know, of course, dad says, well, let's just sit here at the breakfast counter. I was never so terrified in my life. I came home, I think from dance. Yeah. And you both were sitting at the counter with the two huge smart water bottles filled with vodka, just sitting there. And I walk in like an ambush and I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit. And I'm like, uh, it's uh, not mine. Yeah. I think she blamed every one of her girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. I will not name them on this podcast. I said, Katie, you got to think about this one. I don't even remember what happened, but yeah. No, you, you yelled at me. I did. Do you well, think I, I didn't think I raised my voice. So. Yeah, you did. I did. You okay. also... Definitely, as kids, what you used to do is take pots and pans and just slam them against each I other, would. or like a rat. Oh yes, you know that. Just to make a little noise in the kitchen. Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Then you knew that I was having a moment. Yeah, yeah. having a moment. Mm-hmm. The perform the pre- the performance, performance in yeah. me. Yes. Um. Okay, but with the holidays coming up, I know, especially when I first was dating Matt and. The talk of splitting holidays. Yes. We had to do. I was very emotional. Not that I don't want to be with Matt for the holidays, but splitting up holidays well, is really tough. Well, and it's especially tough because we're talking about far away, Wisconsin right. and New York. So like you can't do both yeah. in the same yeah. day. Um because yeah. for dad and I, when we would have to share holidays and whatnot with his family when they did when Nana and Papa still lived in the mm-hmm. um we would just have <laughs> two, two Thanksgiving meals, or right. two Christmas meals. Or, you know, we weren't, we just wanted to do both because we had fun at both. 
So there was never an issue for you. It, there wasn't, not too much. But how did you deal with it when Kurti and I had well, to start? Well, I, I, in my heart, I knew that I had to just it, I'd make it easy on you, you and Christopher. So I would just to this day, I say, you kids just figure out whatever you have to figure out and just know that it, on my side, I will will adapt. Yeah. Dad and I will be fine with whatever. Yeah. And I, I think it just evened itself out that way by, by us not putting pressure on you or guilt. Yeah. I mean, I, now that was thought. I thought no, that through. I, I appreciate that. Because I I didn't know if on either side there would be, you know. There, guilt. It's, well, and it's just, I just have the two kids, you know. And um, yeah, I, I wasn't too worried about it. Mm-hmm. And it, somehow it did work its way. It works out. Every year is a little different. Yeah, but it's definitely in- like a, a – I remember the first year, first Thanksgiving, I was like sobbing the right, entire time. Right, because you weren't home. Well, our holidays are fun. I know. I know. <laughs> so anyone that's sweating holidays, in the beginning, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, my and own. it's not, and it's not a diss on not wanting to be with your in-laws or your boyfriend's or girlfriend's family. It's just no. a change. And it sounds like a, like a good problem if you want to be at both places. So right. Yeah. Right. You take turns and you make it work. My only advice is just make it easy on the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, as I said too, not only the Jackie Kennedy thing about you only have one chance at being the best mother possible. You might disagree with me on that, but I think that is a truthful thing. And number two, I always, Kevin and I, daddy and I always said, you're like a little Christmas present. What? Each of you, you and Christopher, you're like a gift. You were a gift given to us, but it's like to unwrap you as every age that you came upon, there would be another surprise, be it. um, What did I surprise you with? Well, I mean, (laughs) we tried you with the piano. That didn't work. Let's try the dance. She could never sit still. Oh boy. As soon as that little part of the gift was opened up, it just... It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And with Christopher too, many different things. So as a parent, just enjoy that no matter what it is, even if it's a hardship with your child, you had some problems reading. And it, and it, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, thinking thanks. back. I'm thinking back on a negative. It was tough to get the reading going. Yeah. And I think it's still because Katie sometimes twists. I twist it all around. Twist things around a little bit. She's not dyslexic, but I, I have was, to be slightly dyslexic. It no, numbers, I had you tested, honey. I know, but sweet still, pea, with the I numbers, had you tested. I twirl them around. I, I need to focus. But and I remember uh, that the teacher says, "No, I think we're going to put. We have to put her in um, extra reading class. Special ed. Well, that <laughs> wasn't special ed. And I, I remember saying to Dad, I said, "Oh dear, now she's going to have to be in some special ed. I hope that people aren't going <laughs> to judge her differently because uh, And Dad, right away, positive Dad. He says, "Hey, it's like a built-in tutor at school. We don't have to worry about paying for it." He says, "It's a good thing, Carol." And you know what? It was. So we always tried to look at the positive, even if there were some negatives. Yeah. And it all works because you read now. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I like audiobooks and podcasts a little better. <laughs> so um, I think we're still unwrapping your gift, Katie. Oh, of you. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Well, speaking of gifts, do you want anything for Christmas? Um, no. I said no gifts at all this year. What? No gifts for me at all. all except right. what? I'm kind of enjoying. Katie took me to this place that she's oh, a Casa. member of, Casa Cipriani. 
And Carol loves Casa. <laughs> she thinks she and is so I Meryl thought, Street. And I thought, no, I don't think I'm Meryl Street. But Maybe a little. I, I, so I threw in a little um, application. application. So they did call me back for an interview, but I, I couldn't get there quite yet. January, I will. So we'll see. It's lovely for all of you listeners that don't know what Casa Cipriani, it's this wonderful little club here down near the seaport, yeah, right? Yeah. On mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's like 45 rooms that if you needed to have a guest, yeah. to, you could rent out a room. But the best part of it all, it's got a little jazz club upstairs that yeah. you can have dinner at. We had your birthday there. <gasps> we had my birthday there. It was just wonderful. And the views of the water. And well, the- you guys like your your haunts when you yeah. when you're in a yeah. city. You like to go to the same place and they know you and they know your drink well, and dad really loves yeah. that too. And, and just your, to be able to entertain people. Well we love our little town club. Okay. Which is our neighborhood town club. But we, you know we only joined those just recently after yeah. you kids kind of moved out and we mm-hmm. just needed to have a little place around the neighborhood, but like anything else. Oh, and we love our we to? love our little river bend up in Kohler. These where are you all private your... clubs. Mom. Okay, so oh, you tell okay. like the people if they are my haunts. In okay, jeez. Well, all right, Moxie. I, I don't like clubs. We only name all the clubs okay. I belong to. I'm so to. sorry. <laughs> okay, we do love Moxie, a little restaurant down on the Silver Spring. I don't know what you mean by haunts. Like, I don't know that you go to all the time. Well, we, to be honest with you, we just love to stay home. Okay, and, you know, yes. so you know that. Um. Well, if you want to ask me, I we I okay, love Vinegar Hill House. Vinegar Hill House. Oh, I do love Vinegar. We go Hills. there a lot, and I guess now Casa. Yeah. Okay, Carol, give us your honest feet moment. Okay, Katie thinks she's the only one that has celebrity sightings. <laughs> honest to Pete, I thought <laughs> I was going to have a heart attack. I faithfully watched Martha Stewart my whole life. <laughs> As a young mother, just loved all her little tidbits and, and whatnot. And now, yeah. sure, of course. Shh, I met her in person. Well, it was, <laughs> it was, you saw her. Well, I feel like she saw me. I saw her. <laughs> but we were in Connecticut uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Can you believe this? Black Friday, she was out and it was at not, nothing less than a home and garden uh, little store called Terrain. Uh, and, and if any of you don't, if you if you don't know what terrain it's is, it's anthropology is yes, like garden home, home store. Oh my gosh, go online terrain, yeah. you'll love it. There is Martha Stewart in all winter white, <laughs> and she and looked fabulous. I see, I see my mom. I see you get <laughs> eye contact with her, and then immediately turn flush and look to me, and with the biggest mouth, literally mouth, Katie, it's Martha. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh my God. Dear. So anyhow, that was that was a high of my weekend. So that was my honest to Pete. That's a good yeah. honest to Pete moment. Well, this has been so fun. This is fun, Katie. Cheers. cheers. We are drinking a little champagne. Why not? A little brute. Get that cheers in the audio. We are headed actually to dinner now at Nougatee on the Upper West Side. And we're going to the Met tonight. Oh, I can't wait. Tonight. We are going to the Met tonight. Um, we are seeing a brand new opera. It's called The Hours. It was... Um, it was a book, and it was made into a movie, in fact, with Meryl Streep and Glenn Close. I don't remember all the people that were in it, but we are going to the opera version of it tonight, and it just opened at the Met. I got tickets for Katie and I. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Um, who's in it, Katie? It's my favorite, Renee Fleming, Joyce Donato, and Kelly O'Hara. Mm-hmm. And a special part of it is um, a director, friend of mine, actually, that 
directed me in a show at Skylight is one of the assistant directors on this performance. So, so excited. And I can do it with Katie. Yay. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining episode number two. two. We made it. Yes. Hopefully this one airs. Yes. <laughs> we'll explain that later. <laughs> um, so make sure to like, subscribe, send this to your friends, moms, daughters, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.